0: You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. 702. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day. It is nine minutes after five o'clock. What are your thoughts on homeschooling? A new law proposed by the Department of Basic Education is said to impose dramatic burdens on homeschooling families. At least that's what homeschool advocates are saying. They say it will authorise the government to jail parents for up to six years and they're fighting the new proposal and uh, they're desperate to avoid what they're calling draconian consequences currently the law states that all homeschooled children between 7 and 15 must register with the National Department of Basic Education those older than 15 are not legally bound to do so and in reality registration seldom if ever happens parents cite red tape they talk about intimidating home visits post registration and a general lack of empathy from officials and so a number of homeschooling advocate uh, organizations are saying they are scared and they are warned these laws will rip families apart and uh, we'll be having that conversation this afternoon of course joining us uh, now on the line is the director for inclusive education at the department of basic education and that's dr moses simelani good afternoon to you sir and thank you for your time
1: hi good, good afternoon to you am i speaking to linda you're speaking to bongani bingwa um Oh, my apologies, please.
0: No problem, no uh, problem.
1: Y- yes, Mr. Bingwa.
0: So let's talk about these new laws. What is basically being proposed here?
1: Um, what is what is being proposed here um, are actually amendments to the South African Schools Act, um, in particular Section 51, which makes provision for um, homeschooling, as you call it, although we prefer to talk about home education. Yes. Um, so it, 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 it's amendments in that section of, of the South African Schools Act. So in other words, um, home education or homeschooling is actually legislated by, by government. Therefore, it's a practice that is allowed in law, um, in line with the provisions of the Constitution, by the way. But what what has been um, there are sections and uh, sections in the policy and the legislation which were not quite clear enough to the general public. So therefore, that is why the department has taken steps to actually do the amendment. All right, Dr. Similano,
0: what exactly are you proposing specifically in terms of these amendments? What was not adequate that you're now putting in?
1: Um, first of all, it's it, it's been um, you know regulating the environment by first up defining what home education um, is and what its scope is. For instance, in the definition that has been introduced in the amended uh, Basic Education Law Amendment Bill, um, clearly defines home education as an an alternative um, to attending school um, which should be provided primarily, and that's the key word, primarily in the home environment of the child. So, so that's that's one. Um, in other words, it, it actually rules, that definition automatically rules out um, practices that we have seen actually emerging. For instance, the establishment of institutions such as micro school cottage schools which are all operating under the banner of home education yet they don't fit neatly um Ah. you know in the definition of of what home education is from the perspective of the department
0: and you also i presume sorry I was going to say I also presume that part of what you're going to do is making sure that there's a strict definition of what uh, needs to happen even in that home environment.
1: Yes definitely. Um, we, we actually put forward requirements that a parent need to meet in order to register a child for home education. So those those requirements are actually stated in the police and we I must say that we are both revising the policy and of course the legislation that regulates home education.
0: What do you say to criticism that the process of registration is onerous and that even when officials come for post registration inspections and visits uh, that that often they're unsympathetic quite often uh, you know many families feel as if it's 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 almost uh, you know they feel that they're very, they're very confrontational, um, and and they don't make the system work. They're not cooperative.
1: Um, well, I wouldn't be sure about those incidents, but um, what I what I know from where I'm sitting is that um, from our perspective, officials who go to these individual sites and homes, are actually one going there to actually establish whether the home environment meets the the specified and prescribed requirements for conducting education at home so that's that, that, that's one of the, the the aspects that are being monitored but also um, there is monitoring of you know um, the actual teaching and learning process to, to look at whether it meets with at least with the minimum standards of yeah. teaching and learning in public schools because it cannot we cannot afford to have um, home education which is below the, the minimum standards that are met by public schools.
0: Can anyone be a, a home a, a, a home educator, Doctor Similan?
1: Well, I suppose. Um, it's difficult to prescribe, but what we what we are proposing through the policy, the amendments in the policy again is that um, parents um, have a liberty of actually enlisting services of tutors who may be qualified teachers in case in a situation where they are unable to actually do the teaching themselves.
0: All right Dr Moses Smilane the director for inclusive inclusive education at the Department of Basic Education in Pretoria of course uh, listening in on that conversation is uh, Boa van der Iems, uh, who's in Cape Town and of course uh, he's a chairperson of uh, a home schooling advocacy body and uh, he'll be getting his chance for a right of reply 702. 702. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day. Audible One Eight Eight Three O Seven O Two is the number to dial. What are your thoughts on homeschooling? Do you have positive experiences? Do you have negative experiences? Give us a call. What have you observed from people, friends, family members, colleagues who have chosen the home education route? Has it worked or do you have your reservations? We're now joined on the line for a right of reply uh, by, of course, uh, Boe van de Ems, who's the chairperson of the Pestalozzi Trust and they're a legal fund for home and civil education and they say they want to protect parents' right to home education. Uh, good afternoon to you and thank you for your time.
2: Uh, good afternoon Bongani.
0: thank you for the opportunity. You heard my conversation with Dr Simelane from the Department of Education. What are your objections to the new proposals they've put forward?
2: Um, I, I can just first react to what Ms, uh, Dr. Similani said, is what he mentioned are actually things I agree with, that it, it indeed gives a clarification of the definition of home education compared to cottage schools. So I, I generally do not uh, uh, object to that. Okay, so what, it is, main, what is it that you do object to? Okay, so our main objections is, the, the first thing, the uh, fundamental assumption that we work with is is that education is the primary responsibility of parents and, and and that is expressed in law so and if something is the primary responsibility of parents and the state interferes with that and prescribes how you must do it then uh, it, it creates all kinds of legal problems. So if you do what the state says you must do and it doesn't work out, uh, is is the state going to take responsibility for that? But surely there's got to be a
0: way that's standardized to make sure that at least the standard of education is the same for all children.
2: The, The problem is that every child is unique and the definition of education in law is the development of the individual personality. And therefore, you must adapt um, the education to the needs of the child. And there is a whole diverse range of educational approaches that parents can choose from and, and choose the one that's in the best interest of their child. And if you are forced to follow CAPS, you cannot do that because CAPS is so... Detailed and prescriptive, that you cannot adapt to the needs of the child. So, how do the Therefore, authorities
0: deal with different outcomes? Because uh, you might be trying to find a way that's unique to a particular child, but how does the system ensure that all learners, all children, have the same shot at education when they can't go through the same assessment?
2: So, the the way that uh, this is handled is is, is described in the Children's Law that says when it is, when you can present evidence that a child is educationally neglected, then the children law makes provision that you, a social worker can interfere. But in general, you got to trust that parents will do what's in the interest of the child and giving a, a uh, one size fit all is definitely not in the interest of all children.
0: The difficulty with what you're saying is that parents don't always uh, act in the best interests of the child. And in fact, the state would surely have a duty to step in and protect those interests when parents fail to do so. And however you get to the outcome, surely the department has to have some way of being able to determine what each learner goes through. And if a system can't produce the same outcomes, what else do they do?
2: Those uh, all those things are, are uh, organised or, or legislated in the Children's Act, so there are mandatory uh, reporters like policemen, social workers, uh, doctors. That if, if if they see that somebody is educationally neglected, then uh, they must report it. So it's it's already organ- it's, it, The Children's Act has already made provision for that process, and that is sufficient. That's, There's no need for additional interference from the Department of Education. But
0: I, I hear you. I mean, obviously, those people you've mentioned are there perhaps to deal with things like social ills. But from an education department point of view, they've got to have a standardized test that says this is the level of competency of this person or of this learner. And if your home education doesn't provide the opportunity for that learner to meet that standard, how... How on earth does the Department of Education figure out whether that learner's uh, competencies are adequate or not?
2: I think uh, what you're requiring is is, is, is is an impossible thing, because if a child is unique, um, the, regardless of if if all children receive the same education, but each each child is different, they will perform different uh, differently in the assessments. So a standardized test. Is is unfair towards the diversity of learners.
0: So, uh, so then, how do we prevent the very thing you said you don't want, where you have fly by night colleges uh, posing as home schools, where in fact many of these uh, schools or these systems are pretty much a law unto themselves? How do you prevent that if you don't have a standardized way of assessing the learners?
2: But well, we're not talking that we're not currently talking about the cottage school. we're talking home education, which sure, is sure but uh, I'm saying is,
0: When are. there is no standard standardized outcome or system, many of these cottage schools uh, will be able to pose as uh, homeschooling environments when in fact they're not.
2: That, that is correct. The, the, the cottage schools indeed live in a regulatory no man's land and, and it's indeed a problem that must be solved. Uh, I, I don't have an answer to that question. But in, in, when it comes to home education, you've got to trust that parents will do what's in the best of the interest of their child because they're motivate, naturally motivated to do that
0: whereas the education department is not naturally motivated to do that. All right, Bove van der Iems on the line there from Cape Town, the chairperson of the Pestalozzi Trust. What are your thoughts on that? Are you with the department or are you with the home education advocates? He says, Bove, that is, uh, you've got to trust uh, the parents' motivation as sufficient to make sure that their children are educated. But when there is no universal standardized way of assessing the competency of the learners how on earth do you know that with the best intentions in the world what are your experiences what
1: are your reflections on homeschooling give us a call 11 883